Welcome to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about four adventurers on the greatest quest of all to find true love. Last time on Romancing the Dungeon. All four of you awake from the dream. You just see lavender covered in blood. Pandora lying motionless. Where's Birch? I told her. I told her not to trust him. We'll find him. We'll fix this. You've noticed there's little droplets of blood leading out of the room. We're bound to Morag. We can't leave as long as our contract with her remains. I feel like she's the one really behind all this. Nate, you lead Hephaestus. I push it open, I bow, and I say, after you. What if she's in there? The room is in pristine condition, except for a vanity desk. Birch took something. There in the dark via, you can clearly see Birch. Why were you burying this necklace? It's it's Morag's Hearthstone. Hearthstones are items. They're very, very powerful and rare magic items that night hags tend to possess. Birch is gone. And uh, as this is kind of happening, Fia snatches the necklace from the palm of your hand, draw a dagger from her side, and just press the tip of it into the heart of the, the black stone. Are you lonely? Miserable or just plain horny? Well, you've taken the first steps to solving your problems. At least your dating ones. Welcome to D8. Devoted, desired, dreamy or dirty. Dapper dates for dejected daters. My name is Roz Graypurse, founder, CEO, and love wizard. And I'm currently canvassing for votes in the upcoming city council elections in Tezrab. Roz Graypurse, a voice for the pathetic and lonely. So put one in my box. <laughs> my name is Roz Graypurse, and I approve this message. <laughs> to get started, please fill out the attached questionnaire. Question 16. What do you do in your free time? So in my spare time, I've been working on this novel. It's, it's a romance novel. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy about it. It's, um, I'm playing on this idea of this young girl. She's shy. Whoa, 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 whoa. The novel bit's mine. What's it called? The Fault in Our Bards. Oh, that won't sell. That'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to read that book. It's probably frowned upon to, to talk about exes on these things, but uh, a, an ex of mine um, taught me a little a little music. Um, so in my free time, I if, if I'm alone and I don't really have anything else to do, I might just fiddle around with a lute or something. I'm, I'm not very good, but find something soothing about it. Wait, you guys get free time? Um, okay, hang on. Hi, yeah, Tain, the tidbits. Um, yeah, you know when you're like married to the job and you're just like, you know, if you love your job, you never work a day in your life. I've worked some days and um, free time. Don't know her. Well, in my spare time, I like to do um, gnomes, tieflings, um, <laughs> just, oh! just like, like humans, uh Maybe a minotaur. Let's just say anyone who's kind of up for it, really. Guy, girl, anything in between. So, yeah, that's me. We begin with the four of you and Pandora and Lavender staring at this open passageway into undergrowth. It, it, there isn't a path. There's no cobblestones. There's nothing. This seems to be like it's it's just a tunnel that's been carved under the ground leading into just darkness and as as you stare down into it and 
thing you and Lavender and Pandora kind of your eyes are kind of kind of adjusting to the dark but you can't see that for Hephaesta, Nate and Fia the tunnel seems to go on for quite some time because even then how far you can see with your dark vision it's it's just darkness beyond it there is just a low uh, melancholy sort of heavy breeze just wafting from it down towards you and there is just this sticky heavy rotting smell sort of anchoring it down and sticking to all of you and kind of catching in your nose and catching at the edge of your tongue and it's just it's like uh, hot garbage and rotting meat and sweat and just stagnant mud all sort of fighting with each other to be as putrid as possible uh, loves this is not something that myself and pandora are equipped for i i, I think i think we're just go and lock the doors and batten down the hatches i i I think that would possibly for the best i i think we'd only be a nuisance do you have anything to help i'm sorry i and she kind of looks at pandora um i good luck and she just gives you kind of like two tiny thumbs up i give kind of a weak one back towards pandora i give one back too and i'm filled with determination She oh. reads that from your thumb. Lander <laughs> <laughs> kind of leads Pandora kind of back out of the storeroom into the kitchen and you kind of hear them flitting away uh, down the corridor. There is kind of a thud of a door and then a very flunk <laughs> sound effect as just the, the, the door locks behind them. They're fucked. The sound of keys turning at an engine revving. I imagine we just start down the hall yeah Nate dark vision you first what yeah I'll take the lead Fia stay close to me you seem to know a little bit more about this than the rest of us and I want to walk with like a a ball of fire in my hand okay Um, so are you producing flame yeah um, just sort of to be prepared in case she pops up this this tunnel I wouldn't even call that a hall or a corridor mm. that that would imply that it was somewhat like you know built and constructed this literally seems like something just clawed the dirt away uh, or blasted it out because there's no sort of real kind of you know solid structure to it it literally it's just a long hole in 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 the dirt it is wet and when you find yourself kind of s- stepping into a sludgy puddle you're leading, Hephaestus, you're leading. Mm. Okay. Fia's right behind me. Fia's behind you with Nate and then Thane at the back. Hey yeah. guys, I don't think I should go at the back because I don't have dark vision. Well, you have produced flame from Festa, so she's lighting the path. Okay. I was considerate. Um, has, has has anyone ever dealt with a hag before? Let me tell you. Let me tell you about my ex-wife. Hephaestus <laughs> 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 is very upset suddenly, that they made the suddenly, same joke at the same time. Yeah. Everybody's elbow comes yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> Fall and change. <laughs> yeah, just fucking be again elbowed in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I have. Um, I can't say I've fought one, but I know they're not to be trusted and they're quite tricksy, so just keep Do your... Do you want to give me a nature check? Yeah. With advantage. Can I also yes. see if I recall things about hags? Seeing uh, as they're fiends, aren't they? They are, yeah. You can give me a check. Cool. 17. Your experience of hags are, is kind of 
a little bit more insular in yeah. that sense of you you know of hags you've you <laughs> there's a connection there somewhere yeah and you know that they are generally it's not even mischievous fey are mischievous yeah. like you know, there's like oh there's usually a bit of a price to pay with a fey you know and like they'll give you something but it won't be the exact you like there's, yeah always oh, that little hidden terms and conditions at the bottom <laughs> a hag is self-serving a hag is cruel and vicious and even when they're being your best friend, even when they are leading you into something and they're you know, they're giving you something, it's only for themselves. Yep. So while they may offer you everything, it's for their own benefit. Yep. A hag is never to be trusted. There's always another ulterior motive and that motive is usually self-serving. Um, 21. You've never come up against one, but you have spoken to other hunters or survivors uh, and even just read a few bits and pieces. And that all kind of points you into a couple of different things. Hags generally don't... Well, they may have a coven. A night hag tends to work alone. Uh-huh. That doesn't mean she's not part of a coven. But there can... They generally... For night hags, it's all about consuming a soul. And if they're working as a group, who gets that soul in the end? So where does that come from? So night hags generally tend to work solo. Even when they might be a coven. Their lair never tends to be unguarded that there's usually some form of trap and hags usually possess a tool called a hag's eye which is a crystal uh, that effectively acts as like a security camera Uh it's usually hidden in the lair or on the way to the lair okay and it gives the hag full vision of what's happening uh, in her space even when she's not there while you know you kind of assume night hag it's some old crone type thing they are not to be trifled with or they're not to be underestimated that uh, an encounter with a hag is never something that one should just walk into blindly in a dark tunnel that there is more to them there's always more to them and they will always try and find a way out yeah as we're moving down the 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 hall i whisper that to everyone put some emphasis on the hag eye to make sure everyone keeps an eye out for it festa give me uh, since you're at the front you yeah. have uh, give me a perception check 20 unnatural okay You've you round a corner and immediately you kind of come to a stop and you just put a, you hold a hand back to everybody else to, and you all just see the flame in front of Hephaestus' hand just kind of shrink back or diminish a little bit. Ooh. It's still emanating a little bit of light, but in front of you you can clearly see about twenty feet ahead there is an edge like it's just where where there's darkness and then there's some uh, weak light kind of uh, flickering. It, it's whether it's a candle or a lantern you can't tell. But you clearly see that the, the tunnel here has, is opening out. You, you've been walking for about eight minutes and it's this, this tunnel has kind of serpentined left and right. And up ahead, you as you were kind of as repairing into the, this, this space, you he's told you to keep an eye out for a, a hag's eye or you can't see anything. It looks like a crystal ball from here. Uh, there's some kind of light up ahead and the tunnel kind of stops. It kind of opens up a bit. Now that we know we might be being watched, I'm not really sure. I think we're just going to kind of have to continue with the thought that maybe she's already spotted us. What if just one of us goes down and she thinks there's only mm. one person wandering down to find her? That's a good idea. Okay, so thing, kills you. if you head up. Okay. This is your idea. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then also as well, like, you're kind of like a... 
I don't mean to go there, but like you're human. So like if, if you go up ahead, basically, you're, she's going to think that you're like real vulnerable. Well, obviously, you're a big strong man. So, but we know that. So you're okay. So off you go. Okay, team. I'll. So I'll head up as the bait, but I don't have a way of letting you know that I've talked to her. Well, I talk. I stop and listen and like. How much? How quiet is it? Like, could we hear a penny drop? All you can hear is just the odd drip of water from the roof, from the from the dirt. I won't even say roof, the dirt overhead. Just, just, just talking that like loud, obnoxious way that you normally do. Yeah. Okay. Look, there's no reasoning with her. There will be zero reason. Like, we can't even. I'm not. Don't waste your breath. Oh, I'm talking about catching her off guard, though. <laughs> there's no tricking her. There's no reasoning with her. There's like, there's no way we're getting out of this. We have. to to kill her or yeah. especially now without her um heartstone yeah uh, she can't run away from us yeah if we corner her and she will slaughter us all i don't know if sending one person ahead would be enough oh it's not one person to do an assassination job i'm talking to make sure that she's distracted so that when you guys go forward i don't think she'll she give you the opportunity to distract she's her she's not gonna be that stupid i don't know guys i'm just wondering um why are we doing this like I know it's kind of too late now. Yeah, no, we are in it. I well, mean, we want to, we want to help Lavender. Oh yeah. And no, you're right, Jeff. I've got that. Yeah. And uh, even honestly, even from our dream too. Yeah, I'm just Colin. a little pissed that bitch was messing with my head. Like. Yeah, that's true. I don't like people in my head. This is just flat out revenge at this point. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she did make it personal. Plus, we could help one. Colin too. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, okay. Whatever. Off you go. Do the bait thing. All right, I'll, <laughs> I'll talk really loudly when I meet her, and hopefully you guys hear it. Um, I don't know. Maybe follow along five minutes behind me, just to be safe. We'll probably just be around the corner. Yeah. 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 I'll me the guy. <laughs> anyway, here I go. The guy without dark vision don't, down the dark please. tunnel on my own Why towards the light. Towards the light. Hey, Why are we? I'd like to find we out that there was light. At there, the is, end. there is. There is. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Let, why are we? Light. I don't Walk know. Towards the light. Why are we killing Fane? <laughs> okay, so I still I, don't understand why you're we're giving yourself kind of a five-minute timer. Yeah, to be ahead of them, and I'll have both my weapon. Well, mm, I have my sword drawn. Okay, and my crossbow ready to go, but not in my hand. Okay, whenever you're ready, though, uh, <laughs> like, just, let me know. Yeah, I'll just hit the you know yeah. the start button on this timer. Yeah. Are we, are we, you're, you're all done. Though. I'm you're, prepared. Thane is like checking his belts and like doing his thing. Okay, so. The moment you step across the threshold into Morag's lair, okay. I'm going to start the timer. Cool. Okay, and that's your five minutes. And after, I will give you a signal when your five minutes are up. Yeah. And what you do there and then is entirely up to you. Okay? So you're getting five minutes. That is it. You all kind of turn sideways just enough to kind of let Thane shimmy past you. And you kind of, you get past everybody else and you can see the, the description that uh, Hephaestus had of the, the tunnel at the end. The, yeah. Sorry, the opening up into this kind of space and, and the flickering of light. But the space ahead looks quite open. You can just make out the shapes kind of thing. Yeah, you can see there's an edge of a wall and stuff like that. You step uh, into this space and immediately on your right, it, what you thought might have been a candle or a lantern is actually a low fire with a thick black small uh, pot just bubbling oh. away. This seems to be where the, the smell is the strongest. Oh, the smell is coming from the pot. Yeah. Super gross. What's in the pot? Uh, give me an investigation check. <sighs> so close. Um, investigation, nine. So you, you, it's the liquid is jet brown. This is just a thick 
bubbling, mucky mess. And you you think, you, at one stage you thought you saw like a, a boiled, congealed eye. It, it's all a mess. There's nothing into it. Like there's, there's, it, there's entrails, there's leaves. But the smell, it's, it's just, that's what's, it's, it's nauseating to a point. Give me a constitution saving. Oh, cool. That's an eight. Take two damage. Okay. You actually retch from the smell and you lose balance and you just, it's kind of, you stumble back away from it. So what else is in the room beside this horrible, horrible pot? To your left, you see uh, like a, a small little passageway. Again, it's just carved into the dirt and there's just roots from different trees kind of hanging down. Okay. And as you kind of look back into the tunnel, you can kind of see that overhead. Every now and again, you were kind of getting scratched by, by these as you kind of, as all of you were walking down, you find your hair getting tagged on it or your cloak. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you're obviously in the you're under the forgotten path somewhere at this stage okay. uh, stretching out from it and you can you can see kind of hanging down from the ceiling are these almost like stalactites but they're the roots of exposed trees they're black and it looks like they have rotten there's no there's no life to them you don't see any kind of little mini roots kind of springing off them Oof. the passageway to your left has caved in it's it's just there's thick grey wet dirt just like a like a heap okay. just blocking this whatever whatever was there has collapsed in on itself. There doesn't seem to be anything. Straight in front of you, you can see a kind of cut into the dirt and again pulled away by hands, it looks like. Uh, you see kind of these steps just up into another space. And in that small little kind of hovel up in front of you, again, you see a dim light. This is, there's no flickering here. This isn't kind of, it's just a small dim light, almost like a, a, a candle or something. Yeah. And to your right, you see another kind of hole in the dirt. Um, but there's no light coming from it there are branches sort of interlocked between it like some sort of door or fence but they've kind of grown into each other and woven in and knotted each other okay so there's there's nothing really of interest in here besides a, a pot and you have a minute and a half left oh from all you're describing yeah <laughs> oh thanks for that you asked me yeah <laughs> you're welcome oh you bastard um, alright uh, there's no one else in here you don't see anybody else uh, there's no exit nope um, unless again that, that space up in the front of you okay I cast create bonfire right in the middle and I kind of go up towards and I'm like oh what a horrible I'm speaking very loudly now what a horrible hole how did I find it oh I hope there's a way out or a way through or someone someone in here to help me I hate being lost in a, after a second or two you just hear the sound of like just it's like skin being stretched like a, a band you know kind of screeching and bones clacking just kind of popping as, as kind of the fluid just kind of clicks into place hello I'll be with you in a moment Thank are I you was... okay back there do you need um help I was fine I was preparing something for my visitors and was it bones was it broken broken bones creaking around that corner down the steps uh, you just see this figure draped in shadow dressed in this gorgeous delicate green uh, gown it's the same one you saw Morag in the night before or two mm. nights before now actually as we've learned uh, as she kind of steps down but her her form is, is twisted it's 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 bent it's it's gangly it's it's not a natural shape and the skin on her on her bones just hangs and droops her hair has kind of almost melted away from her head her, her jaw and her face is just kind of contorted uh, as if the bones have been sort of broken and stretched and she appears and you, you can see again it's black hair you can mm. see these blue eyes and these eyes are just 
out of everything on her, like she looks like rot has just personified. But these eyes are like ice. There, there's something about them that just sort of doesn't look like it fits with her. Tane, complete poker face. Not shocked. Doesn't care. Seen worse. Hey, Morag, I got lost down here. And again, speaking much louder, I didn't realize I'd find you down here. Are you lost? Did you get in trouble? If this is the game you wish to play, Thane, I, I will follow along with it. I thought, given what I've learned of you, there would be some form of mutual respect. Give me the courtesy of showing your true colors. No, it's fine. Um, but I'm talking to you and I haven't just run in here and, you know, been discourteous. So that, that's, that's the courtesy that's come with this. She... We're talking runs her fingers just and you just see them the nails are jagged long and broken in places they scratches them into it's almost like she's kind of caressing this rotting soil uh, and she kind of just scratches a mark into it i didn't think you'd come alone and i i hope you don't think i'm Naive enough to assume that the others aren't with you. Who was it that set you up for this lavender Pandora? It wasn't Birch. No, it wasn't. Birch is dead. So, sorry about that. What consequence it'll be? I'll just replace him. Yeah, you don't have a jewellery boy anymore. That's a shame. I'll merely find myself some other face, right? You won't I... find more jewellery, at least. What do you mean, jewellery? There was a fire upstairs, and... Uh, don't think the insurance is going to cover it. Talking riddles, or talk to me plainly. Ah, the way you mess with our heads. You're quite fan. You're quite fond of plainness. Let's put that aside. Clearly, I've touched on some emotional wounds that big boys aren't able to handle. Very what true. exactly did you do with the jewelry? I didn't do anything. In fact, I don't remember. You know, having your heads messed with with dreams. Oh, can I sit down? Do you have stew? Do you have food? Sure. Why don't I bring the others with me? The rest of you give me perception checks. Ooh. Can we see into this room? Can we see... You, you've, you've, you all you went behind the corner. No, you, you decided to go behind the corner. That's what was established. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. can probably hear it, though. Oh, yes, that you, you can hear the conversation. That's not a, yeah. a thing. She's not, I'm using my theatre voice. She's not pretending voice. that you're not there. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Uh, 22. 13. 8. All of you just feel... It, it, it's like something has kind of coiled around your leg, but you've only noticed it now. And it just gets pulled taut. And you are just whipped straight forward as these rotten vines just snare and drag you through the dirt right up into this open space with the with the bubbling cauldron. Two. So yeah, Festa, you're the, the vine on your leg is pulled taut, but thorns actually erupt into it and catch you. You take one damage. <laughs> <laughs> Nate and Fia, you're also dragged, but the, as you're pulled in, the, vi the vines snap. The three of you are pulled into this open part of Morag's lair, and uh, you're kind of dragged to the entranceway where you see kind of Thane, um, sword in hand, uh, staring down this haggard form of Morag. Again, wearing this gorgeous green dress, but there's, she's just, it, it doesn't look like her. It, it, it's her, but it's not the form you know. And is Hephaestus kind of still beside it, or is she pulled Hephaestus, up and in Hephaestus, my own you No, know, you're all kind of in the entrance, but like, Hephaestus is the only one that's still bound by the vines. Can I use my dagger to kind of help cut her free? Yeah. Uh, I keep eye contact with Morag, and I'm just like, so you're not in a talking mood? Yeah, that's 25. 
you had said you wanted to have a conversation. I figured invite everybody to the party. Yeah, it's a party party. There's four of you, and you all know each other so very well. I mean, I've gotten to know some of you quite intimately. And she just, each one of you, she just locks eyes on for a moment, and it's just a, 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 a kind of a death stare, or a stare that goes beyond that, kind of into you. You should probably get to know some of my friends, right? The heap of dirt next to you shifts, and it just rocks back and forth, and it shakes itself off. Um, should I introduce you to Paddock? And you just see this huge mouth open, and a tongue just snick out these bulbous huge wet eyes blink and there's just a <laughs> as a giant toad appears in the passageway roll for initiative what if I cut yes. her free obviously you've, yeah you've snapped the, the vine but Paddock is getting a free action uh, kind of Paddock to kind of leaps kind of out of this dirt heap it, it's, it's jaws open it kind of goes to bite and sort of suck at the same time thing and it kind of latches tries to latch itself onto you 20, but not on... Like oh, oh, just a regular one? Yeah, that hits. So take three piercing damage. Okay. And then four poison damage. Oh, okay. Is you that all? are grappled. Okay. Uh, so the target is restrained and the... I can't bite any... Uh, Paddock can't bite... I? What am I saying? <laughs> uh, Paddock can't bite anybody else. So you're literally kind of like... Wrapped. Yeah. He's, his, it's t- his tongue is around you and he's kind of bitten onto you. Well. Uh, so, initiative. Where is everybody at? 18. 21. 14. 7. Oh, oh no. Uh, wait. Ooh. Paddock <laughs> got the same as you and he's a big giant frog. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. What are you trying to say? Authentic. I'm say if he is a toad. Oh. For the sake of initiative, it's it's Thane, Nate, Morag, Hephaestus, Fia, Paddock. So, Thane, you are grappled, so you need to give me a strength check to get out of this. Okay. Versus Paddock. Okay. Oh, that's a 13. Yeah. Okay, so you're still grappled. Uh, so... Uh, I'm going to use magic stone and throw a stone at this frog. If you're grappled, can you do that? Yeah, it's a bonus action. Well, yeah, but like but, if your arms... Yeah, are... if you're, I would say no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, I had a feeling. Just because it, like, of, of, of the grappling position that you're in, it I, would just, be, I just don't see it. It like... would be unfeasible. Okay. No, no. Nate, you're up. Right. In that case, I cast Bane and I pick Haddock and Morag. So they have to roll a charisma save. So that's 21 for Morag. Uh, right. <laughs> <And>, Paddock. Uh, <laughs> I don't really see Paddock having a huge charisma score. We'll roll for him anyway. We'll just see how he gets on. Who knows? He might be a very charismatic toad. 25. <laughs> maybe, maybe Thane rubs off on him while he's licking him. I don't oh, want to rub off on anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love how you all know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his charisma is minus four. That would be zero. I rolled a zero. So he is baned. Anytime he makes an attack roll, he has to roll a d4 and then subtract that from what he from rolled. From he rolled. Okay. Yeah. Bonus actions. I'm just going to ready my rapier just in case anyone comes near me. Yeah. <laughs> As Paddock kind of lunges and, and goes to bite onto to Thane, you just see Nate just kind of throws his hands kind of up and out and it's just sort of like a conductor who's panicking. Just this energy or the sound emanates from him, kind of like a shrill 
scream. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm not going to it any other way. Like, and Paddock's his eye, you see his eyes just kind of wobble for a second. It's just like, what the, what, what's that noise? Uh, Paddock, by the way, is a fat green and speckled yellow toad mm. with sort of amber and uh, yellow eyes. And he's uh, probably huge, right? Yeah, he is, yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's a giant toad. Uh, oh. He's adorable. You're going to woo uh, this like you did and, the cube? <laughs> oh, give it a try <laughs> and he is covered in welts and like uh, warts and stuff like that like, so his skin is all kind of bumpy right, and, right and, up your alley oh, oh wait yeah. that was a self burn <laughs> yeah <you> <laughs> who self burns those are rare <laughs> ah, the elusive self burn yeah such a very interesting group it's like a game of dominoes I if I just knock the right one I think the rest of you will fall and immediately without breaking eye contact from Fia or, or Nate she lifts her hand up and you just see the skin just wobbles and like sweat or water or damp just sort of drips off of it. And she just flicks her hand out with these long black nails and you just see the air in front of her warp and a darkness just emanates, like a beam of it just emanates from her hand. Thane, she casts Ray of Enfeeblement. Eleven. That is a miss. The the spell just kind of, as it, as it hits you, it, it doesn't bounce off but it just it doesn't hit yeah uh, it, it, it just the magic is just kind of brushed off how that tough is, i am that, yeah you're a toughie yeah Bethesda. look we know how this is going just shut up already and i want to eldritch blaster that's a 19 okay that'll hit that mm-hmm. is a 10 you roll the d6 for me as well while you're at it no <laughs> <laughs> Three. Okay. Seeing her just throw her hand out and attacking Thane, Hephaesta throws out her hands at the same time, and you just see in front of them just this thick black ball of smoke just erupts into blue fire, and it shoots across, and then the fire changes. The fire turns with flecks of green burning through it, and the fire almost seems to like rot or fade or drip away from it. It strikes Morag straight into the chest and it kind of knocks her into the wall a little bit. Where the fireball hit, there isn't a scorch mark. The flesh is broken and cracked. It's a, it's a, it's an necrotic sore has opened up on her. You have involuntarily cast Hex with the Mark of the Fae, the Wheel of Fortune. Pick an ability check and give her a disadvantage. I've got some spells. We'll go Wisdom. Okay, so she's going to have a disadvantage on all wisdom throws or wisdom mm. rolls. And as long as you maintain concentration on it, yep. that's how Hex works. Yeah, yeah. You have to maintain concentration on this spell. She will continue to have that disadvantage. She lifts herself up away from the wall and you can just see, again, because the, the walls are wet and damp, it didn't, like, it's not like she cracked into it. Like, there's actually her imprint on the wall where you hit it with such force with the spell. And the wound on her is, it is seeping and the flesh around it is black and green and twisted. Fia. I'm going to try and help get this toad off of Thane. So I'm going to shoot an arrow at it. Okay. That is a 13. Yeah, it hits. So roll for damage. Uh, it is nine damage it takes. You, st- you have to step around Hephaestus. To get a clear shot on Paddock, you have to kind of maneuver yourself around slightly. So your back is to the cauldron that's bubbling away. And the smell is it's getting to you. But you push it to the back of your mind because Thane is being devoured by this giant toad. Pull back the arrow and you release it. 
paddock it just it you get him right kind of in the underbelly and he kind of he try he, he rears up a little bit but there's still kind of a, a mountain of or, or a mound of dirt on top of him so as he kind of rears up you just see that yeah there's a little bit of blood trickling out where you've stuck him as the arrow kind of buries itself into his it's kind of like between his chest and underbelly 24 okay. damage so he's gonna try <laughs> and swallow you this time nice yeah. i don't go down easy <laughs> does this count as an attack roll you are correct. Thank uh-huh. you. Uh, a nine. So he doesn't actually. Yeah. That. But you're still grappled. How does uh, it feel for him to have something in his throat? You know, because like a frog in a throat. Ah. <laughs> a toad. <sighs> Never mind. You Podcast idiot. over. <laughs> God. <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell me an alligator is different from a crocodile. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, like biology. The sound. <laughs> <laughs> Paddock with the kind of the arrow sticking kind of in his belly. Uh, or his neck it's, he, He's a big fat toad I can't tell where it is Okay like, it, it, But I'm not body shaming him either he, he, We love him for what he is Our enemy Yeah he's adorable And he's a big fat toad He's cute And yeah he When he's trying to He's, he's like trying to gnaw on thing It's adorable You're not grappled You're hugged Yeah Look at it that way A grapple is a hug You don't want <laughs> Well that doesn't sound good <laughs> Oh <laughs> In that sort of way You know like when uh, You see like an animal Trying to eat something And it's like It's not quite getting it into its mouth the right way uh, you're you're struggling against him you're you know you're trying to fight uh, the grapple and then when he gets shot as he goes to try and bite down on top of you he it's it's he doesn't miss but he doesn't get you into his mouth like he's actually trying to pull you in with his tongue and he can't because every time he does he feels kind of a stab of pain in his chest morag just kind of pulling herself up she's like should i start revealing your humiliating dark secrets now or should we wait please wait until i'm not eaten by a toad or until I need him by a toad. Just wait. I'd rather if you bless the fight. Paddock has a sensitive stomach. Um, speaking of sensitive, Hephaestus, um, what was it we discovered deep down in your subconsciousness? A, a yearning to be loved by the thing you protest so much? I don't know what you're talking about. Is it a case... Of the Ganassi doth protest too much? Would we say it's a pining love we have for Nathaniel here? Do these still waters run deep, my dear? Don't listen to anything she says to you guys. Hags are entirely untrustworthy. Do we feel uncomfortable talking about our feelings for Nathaniel in front of him? Oh, he knows my feelings very well. But your true feelings, Faster. Morag, I don't know if you understand this, but everybody loves me, so... Mm. Do they? Oh, I didn't have to say it for once. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So much, Nathaniel. For so many words, a lot of what you say is quite empty. Like most of the relationships in your life. And I'm not just talking about the vapid horrors you dress yourself up with. Wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I'm going to try break this grapple uh, yep. with, with, with um, Frogman. Um, okay. Oh, that's 11. 10, so you broke, you broke the... I, he, yeah, with him sort of like not able to like pull you in, you've gotten your opportunity and you just, you slip out of it. Like the, the its own saliva and the mucus in its mouth, you just, Yum. you've lubricated your way out of it and you just squeeze through and you kind of stumble forward from its, uh, its grasp of its mouth and its tongue. Uh, as I escape and I feel like I kind of escape and tumble through the ground and as I get back up I just uh, use my bonus action to hit that 
fellow with a magic stone. <laughs> that's a, like, seven. Okay, that's going to be a no. That's a swing and a miss. For hitting the big fat giant toad that you just won. <laughs> As you fall out of it, you just grab a lump of dirt from the ground and you throw it back and it's just, you imbue it magic, it hits the wall behind you and it just, the, the clump of dirt just puffs. I'm going to use the rest of my movement to kind of move into the centre of the room towards where the bonfire is. and You, you kind of scramble from your hands and feet up to up to a standing position and you're now kind of shoulder to shoulder with Hephaestus with kind of your Fia behind you so you're kind of half blocking Fia's Yeah, view. I'll move out in front of them just a little to make myself the target with my crossbow and my sword in hand. Okay, Nate. I am going to attack the hag with my rapier. Give me an attacker roll. I will. Thank you for that attacker roll. Ooh. Is that a good attacker roll? It's a good attacker roll. That's a 24. Ooh. I'm just going to be like, you shut your mouth. Attacker. Okay. (laughs) Not you. you, The hag form of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to stay mean for the fight. That is a eight points of damage. As a bonus action, I'm just going to look at Festa and kind of go and cast Bardic Inspiration. Okay, so yeah, you whistle kind of like to get her attention and to also it's yeah. the note that you use. Okay, so yeah, you, you, you're you infused with Bardic Inspiration. Was oh. that like a Bardic Inspiration cat call? No, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that thing. It wasn't that. Yeah. It was more of a... But like in a... Hello. Is it like, yeah. hey? Yeah. I love how yeah. we're out, so you're out here. Just <laughs> right. whistling. Um... You lunge forward with the rapier and you just, you stab her. It's not even a case of you try to slice her. You you plunge the rapier, like, just into her belly. Yeah. And as you do, she just, she grabs the blade and she holds it. Oh, I, I really think you should have bought dinner first. She just, like, her head turns slightly. And then she does, like, just, like this thick, slobbering black liquid just dribbles out of her mouth as she says it. Or me? I think it's her. I think it's her, yeah. With me. Cool. Oh, yeah, I wonder, she, who, I wonder who she's gonna hit. <laughs> um, oh. No. Uh, 19. No. <laughs> yeah. So take 10 slashing damage. She just jabs her hand straight into your neck and chest. She gets you right above your clavicle and her, you just feel her nails dig in. You know, when you get kind of a bit of dirt in a wound or in something. That's what it feels like. It feels like there's just dirt and, and, and muck. This is really entertaining. The fact that the four of you think you're going to make it out of here. Well, you will in bits and pieces. Hephaesta. I want to cast Toll the Dead. Okay. So she has to make a wisdom saving throw. Which she does on Which disadvantage. She has disadvantage. Against your spell save DC. Yeah. That's 13. Okay, so that's 17. Uh, 8. So 8. So she's failed. Uh, and she has lost health, yeah? She's not at full health? Oh, fuck no, she's not. Okay, so she gets to take 1d12 necrotic damage. You're just rotting away with the... Yeah. Okay, rolling that d12 in your hand. 6. You're not letting up. It's, she, she's spitting venomous barbs of... of injury and like personal attacks and now you just see her digging your her claws into nate and as she does you just uh you you've had enough and you just let out a roar but nobody hears it 
it's almost like a banshee's cry when it's a, when it's intended for one person only that person will hear it and you just see blood just seeping out from her eyes her nose her ears uh nate as you look into morag's face and her eye like you literally you can just see her trying to fight it off is she still stabbing nate or does she like stabbing she stabbed you yeah, yeah. pull back yeah can i just run up and kind of grab nate and shove him back i yep, don't even mean can. like yep. shove him across the room but yep, just like you just elbow give me, give me a strength me. check on it just to that would be an eight. Just give me a strength saving check just to see if you, like, that's you to it. Um, uh, 17. Yeah, so you've got to grab him out of the way. Like, you rush up towards Nate, and literally, as you do, you've got, you just feel kind of a fester grabbing onto it, and instantly the hag just snatches right across your, like, she literally just scratches right into your face. Uh, opportunity attack. That is 12. Her claws bury themselves across your face. Take 15 damage. She just, yeah, like she, like, it's just, she gets you right from kind of ear across your nose, your lips, across the other side. So you've, you have three deep cuts running across your face. Okay. Yeah. So I'm assuming now with Nate and Festa where they are, they're kind of blocking the hag of my... Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, they're blocking the hag, but you can now see Paddock. Yeah, there is a big Right, I'm going to go for Paddock and he, is he still within five feet of Thane? No, I moved back. 21 to hit and I got him for nine again. Okay, yeah, that's that's going to hit. That's not even a thing. It's just going to hit. I want to move where I can have the hag in my line of sight. Okay, so you can move back up towards... So you have to move further into her lair, like towards the steps that she first descended. But still and, saying back in... in with just, Yeah, so yeah. You can, So there's there's two... Effectively, <clears throat> there's two doors here. Like There's the stairs, the short stairs that she descended into. Yes. And then there's the, the sort of the one that's barred by the the roots of the trees that have kind of formed like a, a little fence. Okay. So which one of those are you kind of moving? Because either of those, are, it's going to get you an advantage on Paddock and on Morag. Um, I think instead of near her lair, kind of back near the door with the, the vines. Paddock is going to... Dane, he, he likes the taste of you. Um, get in line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who doesn't love a bit of Dane in their mouth? <laughs> Paddock is just going to try and... Grapple me again? Bite on you. 13. To hit? Yeah. That's a miss, thank you. Poor fat little paddock. He just wants to, he just wants to eat things. <laughs> it's his first day on the job. He's eating bite. Does he have teeth? Toad teeth. <laughs> Toad teeth. <laughs> yeah. Whatever they are. Yeah. I don't know. Just very hard gums. I don't know. Yeah. Use your imagination. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Calloused gums. That's what he had. No, no. He just kind of, kind of bounds or rolls for a little bit and he just brings his kind of, uh, he opens his mouth again and he just goes to chomp down. Okay. And you just manage to kind of turn or spin slightly out of the way and he just, yeah, he just bites on air. Ooh. Oh, look at this. Isn't this just absolutely darling? I've disfigured both of you, and now now they almost match. It's it's like it's meant to be, isn't it, Hephaestus? Dane. My turn to attack? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, first attack is on the frog, because he's right there. Mm-hmm. And he's your friend. He is. Uh, that's a 16 to hit. Yep. I'm also going to use my sneak attack on him now. That's eight, so it probably doesn't hit. It does not hit. But speaking of eight, that's how much damage my um, sword attack does to the frog. Okay. And then with my bonus action, uh, I whip around with my... Yeah, uh, please tell me you just fucking rolled it and you're not going to make me sit here and wait. <laughs> you didn't fucking roll it, did you? No, I'm going to... No, because I'm attacking a different target. I'm attacking your one. Uh, that is 16 to hit. It does not that's my turn. I'm going to stay toe-to-toe with Paddock. As you go to London, you just an arrow kind of whizzes past you and you just see kind of 
Bia has manoeuvred around the room. It just thuds into the wall behind you. Meanwhile, you lunge forward as uh, Paddock just kind of crouching down that way that frogs who kind of sink onto their bellies <laughs> and he goes to kind of back up as you lunge forward with your sword you strike down and you just carve him straight down through his face and you kind of cut into his lip uh, and I didn't say little lip because you know he is a toad he's and, a little cutie um, and I'm vegetarian and I, I take offence to this <laughs> and um, at the same time as you bring the sword down on top of his face you just throw it out with your hand, hand your crossbow bolt you take a quick look you fire but the bolt strikes the, the roof overhead Bane missing, Bane disappointing everybody. I, it's just, it just seems to be so on brand with you, Greyline. I'm nothing if not consistent. You are. I wonder how dear old Grace would feel. Who? It's oh, so interesting. The way you people live your little lives and you go about things, just things I've learned and seen and twisted and on. Nate. I am going to start begging and groveling for her to leave us alone. Hey, Nate. And as I do so, cast Tasha's hideous laughter. Nice. <laughs> please, 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 more. I go, we're, like, we're really sorry. We didn't, I, like, I don't even know why we're here. I don't want to be here. Like, I, I didn't, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Please, just, please. The man you wish to marry. Oh, I laugh if it just wasn't so pathetic. And then she has to roll a wisdom save. So that is 16 or 18. So 16. <laughs> oh, so close. Oh, oh, oh. This is a thing you might know of. Audiences like to emote in front of a performer. You, you may not be used to this other than the pity laughs. I am going to start sort of like humming what seems like uh, sort of like a little tune to like because um, I'm sort of like on the ground now and I'm just sort of going ah, and I'm giving very inspiration to thing. Really? This, this is the best you can do? I'm, I'm sure mother and father will be most proud if you brought that home. Look, it's practically wetting itself. I'm hoping I'm too pathetic for her to want to deal with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dating tactic. <laughs> Three, four, five. As she's sort of mocking and, and goading you, she just holds up her hand and for a moment you just see just light kind of refract and, and bend and twist and then it just stops as if it's paused. And then three explosive darts just shoot out free from her hand. Fester one strikes you right into the chest, sent knocking you back and you take three damage. Thane, one strikes you into the side and kind of sends you, like it kind of knocks you off balance. You catch yourself. Nate, the other one, just literally, it, it's almost blinding as it hits you in the face and you yeah. take five damage. Can I hellish rebuke? Is it fire damage? Yeah. Okay, just checking. She makes a dex saving throw. 16. Yeah. Uh, she still takes half damage. Okay. So that's three and 10. So 13. I get to roll two, sorry. Okay. So she oh, takes half. <laughs> so she takes half of the 13. Half of 13, so, so what, six? Six, and then she takes three. As the, the magic missile hits you, mm. you, your skin just burns. Nate, you feel the fire kind of just wisping off of Hephaestus. Her hand that she had kind of slashed into you, uh, she's kind of, it, it catches fire in front of you, and she recoils as it blisters a little bit, and then she just kind of holds it out. It almost... Close. I want to hit her with a 
poison spray. Okay. So that's a constitution saving throw. Eleven. She gets 1d12 damage. Five. So is that you rolled a ten and she gets five? Or you rolled five? No, she gets five. From your hand that the hellish rebuke, the, the, the flames that had erupted from it, you just lift it up into her face and just a like a pillow of smoke just erupts up into her and it's this kind of violet and green and, and black blows into her face. Part of her just kind of melts or blisters a little bit as the poison hits her and then it's just it's gone and it just dissipates around her uh can i just start shoving at nate again and just say like get back like just get away yeah give me a strength check then move back myself as well okay (laughs) that's a natural one okay can i use that other thing (gasps) yes yes you can the mark of the fae the Mm. wheel of fortune you can you roll a wisdom saving throw That's a 16. Do I add yeah. my... No, I think okay. you can, yeah. So you can add your, uh, yeah, your, so your modifier. Higher than 16. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, well, that's enough. So 17. 16, it's enough. As you go to grab Nate and move out of the way, you just... It's almost like kind of a, a feeling kind of rises up in you and you just... You feel your feet kind of giving way. And as you kind of go to grab onto Nate, you kind of find yourself losing balance. It's almost kind of happening in some sort of almost slow motion mm. for you. And then uh, just as that's about to happen, you just... It just stops... You haven't fallen, you haven't pulled Nate down, but the luck has to go somewhere else. Pick a friendly target. Dane. Okay. Yeah, Sorry, I can buddy. take it. So you're going to have dis- uh, you're, you have disadvantage until the end of your next turn. Cool. Okay. Sorry, friend. It is over to Misha. Okay. Yeah. So seeing how much Morag is, is kind of hitting everyone. I'm going to, because she feels like more of the threat now to me than the toad, I'm going to turn my, you think? <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. It says face scar and neck scar. <laughs> I got to turn my attention to her and I'm going to hit her and I get my sneak attack bonus as well, which I don't. Fuck me. Nine. That does not hit, surprisingly. Yeah. Bonus action? Nope. Okay, you're just going to stay put. Mm. Oh, Fia. I tried to give you a maternal hug, but you wouldn't know what that feels like. Paddock. <laughs> I'm starting to prefer the frog. <laughs> and he tried to eat me. Can we adopt him? <laughs> oh, we'll see. Yeah. Ten to chomp chomp on you. That's a miss. He goes to bite, you go to swing back with the sword, and already being cut by it, he just kind of, he winces and he, he makes a... Or toad in defense sound. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Well, that's exactly it. There, there you go. I'm very good at those animal noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, true to form. Give I, me a perception check. Give you a perception check. I'll, 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 true to form. I see nothing. Uh, what? What? Oh, I see plenty. That is a twenty unnatural. And did you roll that with disadvantage? disadvantage. Let me just roll that with disadvantage. It's a twenty. Shit. I roll two sixteens. Okay. Seeing Paddock kind of wince back in fear of you and, and, and the blade in your hand and the sting that, it, like, he's the wound still open on his face, you go to bring it straight down top of him again, and then you just see, just almost like, like, it's something beyond the, the plane that you're in at the moment. It's like almost like a shadow has kind of crept into this space or moved into this space. And for a moment, that kind of catches your attention, and then you just see Morag's eyes dart across and they lock onto Fia. Is, is this the one that we all care about? Is- 
would I, would I, if I, if I was to ask you, who would you save from a burning building first? I think we'd all pick innocent little Fia. She's gone. And you are, you just see Fia just disappear. You are just pulled from the vines into a space that doesn't exist. And all around you, you just hear crying, your tears, your sobs. No, no, she'll come back. And you just, you just hear your, it's, it's your brother and he's trying to comfort you. And it's everything, everything is dark. And all you can hear are these echoes of nightmares and nights spent crying yourself to sleep. You are banished for one round. Oh, shit. Ooh. It is your action. I'm going to attack the frog with my disadvantaged sword attack. That is a miss. Okay. And I'm going to use my bonus action to attack him and probably miss also. Uh, an 11 probably doesn't cut the cheese. Or the frog. Thank you. It does not. Oh, actually it does. Yeah. That's nine damage from oh. my crossbow. Um, Pew! Paddock is not looking great. You stab him. It's not even a slash or a cut. You just stick him right into the underbelly next to the wound from Fia's arrow. He lets out a cried pain of just... And he, like, his, his little frog paws are legs or whatever or toad yeah, his little toad legs are just trying to bat the blade away or just trying to push it out because he's in pain nate more right please I'll, I'll 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 say it again please I'm, I'm i'm sorry we're sorry we're sorry okay we, we'll, we'll leave you alone we won't tell anyone about this place we'll we'll, we'll go we'll go you, you you have your other sprites that's fine we'll leave them alone they're so they're cute. they're up there they're in the bar i swear i promise i promise please just leave us alone let me live i can't die i cannot die please i think there is something attractive about a man that swarms under the foot of a woman I mean, if you put it that way. <laughs> 15. Yep, it is. The disco stick is charged. Uh, yeah, sort of in a, So it's a 10 foot radius, so 10 feet behind it. Just kind of as you're grobbling, it's just kind of... You're just reaching back uh, for mm. the, the staff uh, kind of uh, draped across your back. She's goading Hephaestus. Even though it's you begging, she's kind of laughing in your face. And then straight away, there's just this... Gold and silver and white glitter fills the space. She has to do a wisdom. She does, yeah. Or be blinded. And I have disadvantage on that. <laughs> 80,000. I got 80,000 on that roll. <laughs> so she is blind and covered in glitter, so she can't turn invisible either. Yes. At the exact same moment, you just see something. You can see it. it there's a, a figure coated in glitter making its way around the room. <laughs> oh. It's not flying. It's almost like it's dragging itself it hasn't said anything but there's just this little sparkly how thing. is it sprite sized yeah it is I fucking told you to find the body <laughs> oh no morag she's just gonna claw like that's that would be my instant reaction is i'm blind i'm gonna claw at stuff to see what's in front of you so she's she's gonna try and claw at your face me face i'm not wanted nate and uh vesta you both have attacks of opportunity honor yes bless that bitch yeah, we'll just do a regular. Actually, you know what? I have, I have it. I can use it as a quarter staff. You can. I oh will God. use it two-handed, so that way it's a d10 damage. Oh. Ooh. And just give her a little bash with my disco stick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and I have advantage. You do. I'm very happy now. <laughs> mm -mm. That's five. So twenty-four. Uh, it's a twenty-one with. <laughs> I was like twenty-one fucking damage. <laughs> no. Six damage. Oh, okay, that's all right. And um, 10 damage from her. Yeah, she just brings her hands out and she's screaming a bloody, just furious. It's it's not it's not a personal jab. It's not dredging up a horrible memory. It's just primal. Uh, and she just digs her claws into the roof and to the wall and then just scratches and you actually hear some of the nails break as she does it. 
at the same time, both of you, you just see Nate takes the quarterstaff and just bashes her right into the face with it. Hephaestus just places a hand towards her belly, and again, Elder just blasts her straight into the gut. Uh, she stumbles backwards, kind of falling a little bit into the lair, and she's just kind of holding herself and just trying to... She's kind of got one hand... One of Both hands are now free from the wall on the roof, and she's one hand up, kind of covering her eye, trying to wipe the glitter away, and the other one's just swiping at everything kind of in front of her. Uh, I just want to bless her again. Just, just the flame throwing broke. things at her. Uh, yeah, that's a 22, and that is three whole damage. Shut up. Like, I'm over this. I'm done with this. Just die. She's... It's not a cack... It's a cackle and a cry. Like, she's... She cannot find... It's, it's like, you know when you're pissed off and you're also really upset and you can't say... You cannot get words. Mm-hmm. She's just making guttural sounds from her throat that are half a scream, half a wail. And it's just... Yeah, it's just buried in fury. Bonus action? You know, I just want to hold my ground ready to blast again. It is over to... Well, you're gone, Fia. So it is just more, 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 more anguish and torment. Yeah, I'm, I'm in there and I'm, like, I'm trying to just desperately dig my way out and I've got my daggers out and I'm like just clawing at the wall trying to get away from these voices that I hear you you start to see everything kind of fade like light kind of starts to emanate throughout like this you you're just flung into this other dimension as light kind of begins to fall around you you start to see the and again when I say light it's that dim light of the layer it, it's starting to come into focus and you can see you can see, you see the sparkle of glitter in here around you and you can see Festa just firing off at an Eldritch Blast you can see Paddock and Thane locked in combat seeing this I'm totally focusing on just my friends in front of me and I'm just trying to not pay attention to all these voices and crying and everything I hear you hear a voice in the back of your head it's your father's voice she left because you are useless and you are pulled out of that space give me a wisdom saving throw 14. It's that word that he said that. He said that once to you as a child. And it's stuck with you. But here and now, watching your friends struggle to, to fight, to, to hold on, to defeat this, to, to do something right. It, 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 it can wait or it can go away. It can get fucked. You just put, it's not even pushing it down. And yeah. put, it's, you don't need it. This is baggage. This is, this is not your shit. Uh, that was his fucking problem back then. Fuck it. You just you just see kind of exactly where she stood. There's just this warping of energy around it, and Fia just appears, and you can just see streams of tears down her face. Uh, but she's gripping her bow, and their her knuckles are white. Paddock is <laughs> reluctantly going to try and chomp. Um, hey, maybe yeah. don't do it, man. Maybe don't. Oh, he's happy he's doing it this time. Uh, <laughs> that would be a twenty, but unnatural twenty. Is he still baned? Good point. It's not going to make a difference. That but... is seventeen. Yeah, it still hits. Okay, yeah. that's twelve damage. Yeah, that's nothing. As he just, like, oh. he just, like it's he. You just see him open his mouth, and you all just hear this kind of. <sighs> and there's blood, there's mucus, there's spit, there's bile all in his mouth. It's kind of and his tongue is soaked in it, and he just lump, he just lunges at you, and his jaws lock onto you tight, crushing you. So three poison damage. Three poison damage. Oh. That's fine. You're grappled again. All right, I'm gonna try break this grapple. Oh yeah, that's an eighteen. But I, and I've got Bane That's a three So fuck it No he's like, I'll bane him Just to see what happens That's a negative one <laughs> Yeah His he, tongue is very slippery And very wet And he's, he's He cannot hold on to you You actually This time as you pull yourself free He it's He's he's doing it Because he's to protect His master uh, And it's what he's been Told and commanded to do But you just pull yourself free As his jaws The, the bite is weak I do the same thing again I grab whatever clay and dirt and rocks I can as I get up and I look at him and before I do this I'm like 
you have one chance to get out of here. I know you can probably understand me because you're a weird, massive magic frog. This is your one chance. His head kind of cocks to the right slightly as you're saying stuff to him. He, I get what you're trying to do, but he, he doesn't. Yeah, he he doesn't speak. Yeah. Thing. Oh, you clearly don't speak the language. <laughs> Neither do the rest of us, to be fair. I'm going to add. Oh, that's that's thirteen. I am no thirteen will hit. Hit him, yeah. Yeah. And that is uh, six damage as I pelt a stone off him. Uh, this time, it's as you dig your hands into the dirt. It's not a, a, a clod of earth you get this time. It's actually a sharp piece of flint. You just you grab it. You hold it up in your hand. You look him in the eye, and you're like, "You had a chance," and you just. It just flies. You don't even throw it. It just flies from your hand. Uh, you all just see this piece of flint strike Paddock in his right eye. And it just bursts. You all just see Paddock just slump to the ground dead. Just this sort of... And it just it just stops moving as its tongue kind of rolls out of its mouth. And the rest of its, the contents of its belly just spills out. You see kind of half rotting or half digested like animal carcasses in its belly. Morag immediately... Her... her, her she just... Her head turns straight away on sensing this and she just screams. She just, she braces herself and you just, like, again, she just locks her fingers and immediately the claws on her hands that she broke reform. Um, it is... I am going to use my movement just to get up to them. Nate. So when I hit her last... That went last I know. Yeah, there's about, there's about five feet between he and her. Like, she stumbled back okay. blindly. Good. So I'm going to keep that distance, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I will... Cast. Dissonant whispers. <laughs> Such good singer. Yeah, she. I mean, she, she's covered in fucking glitter, everybody. Um, but she's she's still holding herself up. Like her hand is still kind of trying to wipe the glitter away. Okay, so, wisdom save uh, with disadvantage against her spell mm-hmm. save. DC. Either way, she's fucked. A nine. Okay, so ten points of damage. I can do a wisdom saving throw on my turn to stop being blind. Yes, I think it started your turn. Is, started my is turn. that started it for the disco stick yeah. specifically? Yeah, the yeah. shot. Uh, yeah. Can the Had You Like Me Now double up as my uh, bonus action to give Fia Bardic Inspiration? <laughs> so you're saying Had You Like Me Now to... Yeah, and I've inspired her. Okay. With it. Well inspired. Okay. Over here. <laughs> oh yeah. Super inspired. He stops like, crying it... finally. And... <laughs> that was one act, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she's still blind but she just she just holds her hand up again and you just see three refractions of light thankfully magic missile I can just fucking hit you with shit this this light that's been condensed and almost made sort of solid just shoots from the palm of her hand and it just explodes on top of the three of you so it's gonna go Hephaestus for two Thane for five. Oh, that's fine and Nate for four Thane looks like shit okay his coats and tatters. He's got a lot of blood. And but how does he feel? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel great. I don't need all this blood anyway. It looks better on the outside. Festa. Um, Fia, are you okay? I'm just... No, I'm just... I'm, I'm lost in that and I'm just staring at this fucker. I need you to be okay right now. So I'm gonna blast this bitch. Mm, is it worth it or is it a waste? Probably a waste. It's probably a waste. I missed. It's another Eldritch Blast. Yeah. Uh, it just it just shoots from your hand. Again, this concentrated ball of black and blue fire that kind of coils off of you um, as if you're channeling your own rage and your own flames into it. It just shoots forward and it strikes the walls hitting clods of dirt and dust and debris and even sort of like spits of like stagnant water uh, and roots of trees just everywhere. Fia. 
I'm just gonna go there for her with my bow. That's 23 to hit for seven damage, and I'm gonna add 2d6 on top of that for another three, so 10, and another six, so 16 damage. Okay, Sneak attack, baby. Fia's back. You appear, and like again, with the sort of your knuckles white from squeezing the the neck of your bow, uh, you you hear just best of shouting out. You don't even answer. You're just you just you're breathing through it. The arrow just flies free, and you just you catch the hag right in under her left arm, which she had it held up to cast out magic missile. The arrow is sticking out. She wails in agony as the blade bursts into her chest, and she grips it and she just yanks it out. I take it we didn't like what we had to hear in the other dimension, then, Thea. I don't care what I heard. You need to stop. Just as much as your mother didn't care when she left. Shut up. Just shut up. Or no, your father did when he left. Or your brother did when he sent you out on this stupid mission. You shut your mouth. You don't know anything. Oh, I know plenty. I know exactly what drives you. I know exactly what burns in your heart. Do the rest of these people know the twisted things you've done in the shadows? Do you know what we've done? Do you know what I destroyed of yours? The hearthstone can always be replaced. I'm not going to give you a chance to do that. And I'm not going to give you a chance to get out if you're alive. Think. I'm going to attack her. And since she's still blinded, I have advantage on these attacks. Okay, so here we go. Blade attack, 14. I am going to add my bardic inspiration. Uh, 18 to hit. And I'm going to attack with my uh, crossbow as well. Uh, that's two natural 19s, so I think we're good there. Um, 24 damage. With her wailing and just spitting toxic bullshit at Fia, and you, you can kind of see Fia trying to hold her own, but buckling against the words she kind of lets out this kind of like twisted laugh a cackle and just kind of kind of spinning on one leg bringing his blade up over his head you just see Thane just kind of turn in like almost 180 and the blade in his hand just spins with it and he brings it straight down across her chest and just this wound cuts right in across this gown and you just see her kind of falter and as she does you just with the crossbow bolt just fire straight down into her foot I'm gonna hit her with my sneak attack again so she takes another three. Thane shoot her straight into the leg with the crossbow. You just pull another arrow and you you fire it and it, it catches her right into the same leg. And she just, she almost buckles under the agony. You can see that she's bleeding from her face. There's an arrow under her armpit. There's two, there's an arrow and a crossbow bolt in her leg. She's covered in glitter. <laughs> she's still fucking blind. Fabulous. As I uh, pump that arrow into her foot and try and like... Uh, pierce her foot I just look at her with the blade and I'm like you're a horrible person Morag and no one's here going to dispute it but I'm <sighs> can you just stop this we might let you live do you really think here and now we are going to get the chance to walk out of your life I die or ye die no okay I just thought I'd give it a go Nate so now that Morag's being taken care of can I still see the little Give me a perception check with advantage because he's all glittery. So, oh no. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll yeah. roll for the sake of it just because he might not want it because uh, you know me. Ten. It's a thing I have. You don't see him. Like, okay. You're looking around but there is that, that, that cloud of glitter is kind of everywhere mm. and you're not really sure where he's gone. You can use your bonus action. I don't, I don't have nothing I can do. You're, you're, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're just going to hold your ground. Yeah. Shaking and clutching the, the disco stick. And you're like, <laughs> oh, there was something else in here. Of which you're the only person who has seen, by the way. Mm-hmm. Morag just kind of takes a step backwards she's also looking around and she like i said she takes a step back and then she just holds up uh her hands 
yeah. unnatural 20 so she's not blind mm-hmm. so good or shot but it's, she's looking around or she's trying to figure it out her eyes dart across like, just out of the corner and you just see this and you, as you move you just see glitter just flickering oh god someone's gonna die you just see her eyes just go kind of darker like that that blueness just like this black almost like ink fills her eyes like this is a night hag knows this shit and she just starts whispering an, an almost cantation sometimes the things you see in the shadows are more than just shadows and you all start to feel your heads go ever so slightly heavy Thane me you fall asleep how much HP have you left does that quick question that didn't count as an attack roll no she just cast sleep I on just us. cast sleep yeah. I didn't yeah you're gonna uh, nine so, how much health? Nine. Okay, you are out. You all kind of feel this magical energy just kind of whispering in your ears. You find yourself trying to fight it, and Nate and uh, Fia, you just, it's just its just like white noise in your ears as this, this, this charm just doesn't work. And you kind of shake it off. At the same time, you both just see Hephaestus and Thane falling asleep there in front of you and just losing consciousness there and then. Damn it. I wanted to get the killing blow on this bitch. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see, I've got the girl with, well, mother and father issues. Oh, is this, is this a common thing with elves or bastard elves? Uh, like parental problems? Are we, are we, are we, should we, should we deal with this now or do I kill these two first and then deal with you? With them unconscious, she's back in the distance between her. She's now kind of moving her movement speed to kind of, or to move back towards the, the alcove that she first descended from. So she's moving kind of a little bit closer to you, but she's not moving within range she's kind of keeping her back to the wall you just need to stop everything you're doing stop messing with people stop hurting people oh, where's the fun of that and is it not a bit hypocritical fear coming from you shut up the girl who falls in love from the shadows just the shut girl up who hasn't got the ability to clear how her heart truly feels stop it have you told Nate shut up have we have we spoke about the yearnings that we feel towards this illustrious musician should we talk to him about how you feel about him how you dream of him at night she steps kind of back up into the alcove it is your turn okay I'm gonna go over for my rapier I'm gonna add no it's not actually gonna do anything yeah I don't hit her with a flurry of just like screams and just shut up shut up shut up Fia lunges at Morag just slashing with her rapier you hit everything but her you, you yeah. scratch it into the wall into the ground and occasionally you kind of catch yourself looking over at Nate and just kind of looking away and kind of try to focus on her with my rapier in one hand that's because I have two weapon fighting I'm taking out my dagger and I'm going to try and get her with that as well yeah I know I'm going to use it on this <laughs> <laughs> we have to also we have to talk about this weird thing as well earlier. <laughs> uh, 12 to hit yeah no you you kind of you lunge at her with the dagger like when, with the, when you kind of slash with the rapier and it misses you just immediately reach into your side satchel grab a dagger and you just lunge straight at it like bring it kind of down on top of her and she takes kind of a step back away up up into the alcove away from you Nate now you see the glitter moving behind her behind her yeah she can see me now yeah okay I cast mage hand um and I uh go to pick up the little glittery thing thing with okay. mage hand give me a strength so with mage like, it'll be kind of a po- so it'll, be, it'll be your hand would say your strength that okay. mage hand yeah. um, um seven uh, I think I'm actually uh, there's a 
Oh, eight. Oh, thank God. Um, so he's minus four on his... Or it is minus four on his strength. <laughs> whatever it may so be. Whatever that glittering thing is uh, that's kind of hobbling towards her. You, 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 you just kind of cast out your hand and just from it, like this kind of ghostly branch just kind of emanates from... Like open and it goes to kind of clench uh, across the... This, this glittery form that you see kind of like half standing, half like feeble-like. As you go to grab, it ju- it just kind of swats the hand away. Mm. Bonus action. There's nothing I can do. Okay. We were so very close before us. Needs must, I suppose. And she whips around and she grabs the glittery figure. And the invisibility drops. And you see a very bloody, almost broken birch, f- like kind of limp in her hand. She's just holding him kind of in her hand like you would um, a precious doll or, you know, just something. And he, he kind of, he, she looks down at him and he's looking up at her and he's, kind of, he's trying to lift a hand. And you can see that there's just, his, his hand is kind of stained in blood and he's just, he's just kind of holding it up. Marak, I love his skin just turns completely black it falls away and the bones fall away and inside him you just see a jet black stone she clutches it in hand sweet dreams and she just vanishes i fall to my knees just completely drained and feeling broken just out of it, spaced out of it. I uh, walk out the way we came in. So you you just head back down the tunnel, Hephaesta and Thane. With her gone, after a few minutes, the, the effects of the sleep spell wear off, and the, the two of you just kind of come to attention. What the fuck? You just see Fia kind of uh, fallen on her knees, just kind of uh, crying into her hands. There's no sign of night, and there's no sign of Morag. Fia, did we... What happened? I'm non-responsive. Can I just scoot over to her and just like kneel in front of her, like just sit on my knees in front of her and just like, if she'll let me like grab her hand. It's all fake. That's what they do. None of this is real. Yeah, it's just a lie. It's just a bad dream. None of this is real to you, but I care. I'm not saying real to me. I'm not saying nobody cares and I'm not saying it doesn't hurt, but it's easy for you. The hell it is, Fia. It certainly comes across that way. Just slap it and insult at someone and it's all fine fucking dandy. Fia, I think we should get out of here. Shut up, Thane. All right, if you want to stay in this hag's lair. Thane, shut up. Be my guest. Um, you, I, I, have you, are you just walking straight out? or uh, I'm going I'm to go to the, to the tavern, to the inn. Okay. And uh, give a rap on the cellar door. The cellar door overhead has been shut. Then just hear kind of a bolt, kind of being like it's, and, and it's like, it's, you know, you just hear a bolt being dragged across, and it's just, it's Gippy Morag, um, kind of from Lavender. Yeah. Who is it? Uh, it's 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 Nate. Is she dead? No. What? What? And the the bolt just slides across, and it rips open, and she's kind of staring down, kind of half scared. What? Oh, we destroyed. The Hearthstone. Where, like, what do you mean she's not dead? Birch. She, um, Birch is still alive, and and she used. I, I assume she used him to, I don't know, get out of here, make another one. But I don't know where she is. But she's she's around. 
she Pandora just kind of looks into Lavender's face kind of for comfort or strength and Lavender just slumps to the ground somewhat defeated like just almost like a hopeless are the others okay just tell me the others didn't yeah no they'll they'll, they'll be fine um I just thought I'd let you know um just watch Pandora I'll I'll, I'll and Lavender just kind of shoots down the, the cellar towards the storeroom and the so she, she'll she be with you in a couple of turns so we'll go back to the three of you Vesta trying to comfort Fia on the ground and Thing trying to make sense of of it or offer some support Look, you don't have to like me I've never given you a reason to but we have to get out of here you just you have to come with me and you can throw all the abuse you want at me when we're out. I don't I don't care. I can take it. But you have to come with me. Yeah, we just want you to be safe. No one's safe here. You sitting there listening to this and wanting to do something, wanting to make something right and not getting to do it. It weighs heavy in your guts. Like it's just it's just it was so close. It was so it was right in front of you. And then you just remember a voice. A man looking for peace. A man looking to be laid to rest. I get up. Not making eye contact with anyone. And I go to search. To see what I can find. Okay, give me an investigation check. Uh, 20. Unnatural. Fia, just kind of... You don't know if it's what you've said or bolstered her, but she she kind of pushes her hands into the ground and just kind of forces herself up onto her feet and just kind of looks around. You see the place where you had kind of put your back into where the roots had kind of formed like a natural barrier almost. It, it's it's a, a musty old kind of storeroom of sorts. It doesn't look like it's been used. It's like half the stuff in there looks rotted. But you make your way back up into the room that Morag was kind of retreating into in the first place, almost like she was trying to go back for something. You see a a rather dishevelled looking bed. It's almost the antithesis of what was in her room. It's the, it's a, the every comfort in the world versus just this half rotted frame of a bed with a dirty blanket strewn across it, a, a damp pillow. There's uh, some tattered books. There's it, it, what looks like rubbish and bones kind of scattered everywhere in this place. And there, sort of hanging over the edge uh, of the bed, over one of the arms of the headboard, you just see it looks like a bag and as you approach it you just see that the it's not a bag it's not a satchel it's not it's not a cloth bag this this thing is it's like almost like leather it's it's like a bag made of skin and as you go to approach it you just feel kind of something emanating from it just something powerful emanating from it um i go and i i take it up and i walk back to the others and i put it down on the ground in front of me kind of gently having idea of what I know this is and I ask them can someone burn it why what is it it's Colin he needs to rest I just say yeah of, of course of course and I grab it and just produce flavor okay like in um, hands so Fia you you, 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 want, you want you ask her why she wants to burn it and she just says the name Colin and it doesn't ring a bell straight away and then you remember the, the dream the dream and the man in it that begged you to to lay him to rest 
you just see kind of in her hands as there's kind of a light kind of flickering down the tunnel towards you and just uh, you recognize it as the kind of the glow from lavender's wings and the energy around her the bag just erupts into flames and there's first this this blue black fire seems to like the bag almost seems to resist it or fight against the flame itself but eventually the skin starts to split and crack and there's just a, a terrifying wail just echoes as the bag turns to cinders in your hand at that moment it feels as if an energy has been released there is sort of a all the 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 heaviness that was in this room it, i mean the smell is still there and the damp and the heat is all still there but something else, something has changed it, it it feels like something has been let go uh, as if a little bit of the the darkness a little bit of the torment a little bit of the pain and the angst has just been washed away at least we did something good today nice job for you where is it and like lavender just kind of flits in she looks at the three of you and she's just flitting around I, where is it and kind of with you having it burned it she, she she kind of flits right past you when she goes into the room and you just you just, the sound of crashing and things being torn around did she, did she please don't tell me she took it she didn't she didn't take the bag the bag the man's skin and she the, the words kind of stick in her throat burned it <sighs> thank you we're free that was it what i made that bag i it's it's my gift i've i'm it it, it might seem like something silly i'm i'm Morag needed my assistance. I, I, I channeled some of my magic into it. It. I, I, I didn't know its purpose. I'm. That's a lie. I, I knew. I knew what we wove into the bag. I. I felt his sadness for so long, and now that poor man can rest. I've. I've caused so much hurt, and I've tried to do right. I've tried to protect Pandora, I promise you. I would have stopped her if I could, but she had Birch, and I had nobody, and Pandora was too kind, too gentle, too... She would only have taken it out on her. This wasn't just a bag she hoarded a soul in. This allowed her to keep the worst feelings uh, of, of a person and she thrived on them she it 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 didn't just entertain her it fed her she she sustained herself with the torment of others and now that's over now we can be free pandora and i we can you did that. It wasn't Birch. It wasn't Morak. We didn't. You you saved us. You, you've given us something we haven't known for a long time, and that is freedom. What will you do with it? You have to earn it now. You helped a bad person. We've all done bad things, Thane. All of us here have, but, you know, you have to earn it back. You can't just... Walk out happy with it, that things have changed around for you. When you do bad things, you owe a debt to the world. You owe a debt to 
all the people you've affected with your bad work. She kind of hangs her head as you're as you're saying this, not as a she's not being defensive. She's just it's hard to hear a truth, and she just she, she looks up and there there are there are tears in her eyes. I will do what I can. I I know you are trying to get into Tesserab. I can help. I can I can in some small way. I can I can use what silly little magic I have. I can I can give you all a chance to look like somebody else I can, I can craft you the greatest disguise i it's it's only and it's not it's i know that doesn't make up for this man and 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 the things that were done to him and all the others that came by and left or didn't leave sometimes i know that but it's a start and i, I i've got to do something it's a start she sort of like kind of bobs up in the air a little bit like like her like her strength and her flying is and and then can we can we just can we burn this place? I thought you would never ask. And she kind of flits out of the the tunnel, kind of back up towards the storeroom. Is there anything else any of the rest of you want to do in this space? Set the bedroom on fire. Okay, so you're just going around. Oh yeah, lighting stuff. Oh yeah, the flame. I'm going to walk out, but as I do, still keeping my head down and not making eye contact. I grab Hephaestus' hand and just give it a squeeze and then I walk on. I'm just going to follow her up. Okay. Fia kind of leads Hephaestus out by the hand and just kind of, with that kind of gentle squeeze, just kind of leads her away as Thane dips uh, kind of a, a torch into the... Uh, no, no, just, he just creates bonfire. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't be stupid now. Yeah. And as that catches fire, you move into the back into the main space and you now set fire to the, the branches that are blocking that space, that, that other room. And after a short, you can all hear it. Smoke starts to fill the space. You just kind of, with the carcass of Paddock lying there, you go to leave. And as you as you turn back to look at it, they're kind of half kind of hidden in the roots in the ceiling. You just see an orb and an eye blink, and it closes. This was Romancing the Dungeon. You've been listening to Dermid as Thane Greyline, Amber as Hephaestus Tenderson, Louise as Fia Isidrim, and Sam as Nathaniel Obsidian McKnight. Special thanks to Martin Ryan for our theme tune, Love Chords. I'm Jacqueline, and I've been your Dungeon Master. If you like what you heard and want to know more about the show and the world of Romancing the Dungeon, check us out on social media at D8Dungeon. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. Yeah. Buy her dinner. I did get fingered. <laughs> hey. <laughs>